fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, David Wilson, Celeste Middleton, Dana Womack, Emerson Williams, and Jeannie Allman. Welcome back to the Prentice Office of Heating and Air Coaches Corner. We're going to be joined now by Kid Hartsfield, the head football coach at Blackman High School. Coach, thanks for joining us as always. Yes, sir, Monty. Thanks for having me. All righty. You go to um, Hendersonville last night, number one seed. Um, they've had a good year. You know what kind of team they got. But um, uh, going into the game, boy, what a great start you had. Yeah, no doubt. Uh you know, after the uh, the first drive, uh, you know it it felt like uh, we was going to be able to uh, kind of have their have our way on offense with them. Uh, you know, running the football and uh, getting some some big pass plays when we needed them. But uh, you know, we we pushed them around and uh, blocked them really well. And uh, you know, it kind of just came down to uh, you know some turnovers there. Uh, Obviously, it was kind of the eye-opening statistic. And, you know, defensively, we came out playing hard. They're really good on offense. Uh, number eight really, really tough to tackle. And uh, Ellis Ellis is a uh, phenomenal athlete as well. And, uh, you know, we definitely knew what we were getting into there. I was going to say, you, you've gone against some, some really talented offensive players this year. And, and Ellis Ellis is a guy, I mean, uh, that that he's another one that just stands out. He's a big kid. He's runs hard, uh, and 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 it poses a lot of issues. Yeah, Monty. I think we've had the opportunity, if you can call it that, to play against five Mister Football finalists this year. <laughs> uh, you know, so we've definitely seen the cream of the crop. Um, you know, and uh, Ellis Ellis is a big play guy. Uh, and I thought we did a good job with him most of the game. Uh, he did get behind us on a on a play action a post route uh, when they finally decided to throw one and kind of caught us falling asleep there when they needed one to take the lead back. And, uh, you know, the fullback, number eight, uh, I'm, I'm unsure of his name, but he's just really tough player, tough to tackle. He had 35 carries, uh, you know was just getting tough yards and he played linebacker as well so i feel like you know he may not be a mr football finalist but he impacted the game you know about as much as as anybody we we've played and uh you know it wasn't necessarily surprising we knew it was going to be tough and kind of a bend not break uh type of night um and as a game it kind of went back and forth there um they did get up on you um by um what twenty three fourteen up yeah, on you by nine, nine and but nine you're points, I think. you're able to come back um and and make some plays and get it to twenty three twenty one and you know and at that point it's anybody's ball game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think we hit a uh, hit Todd Lark on a big third and fifteen. He made an unbelievable play out of the backfield. Um, you know, and then we actually proceeded to uh, get an interception on defense. Uh, with a chance to grind out the clock and have the ball last and score last, uh, which we felt good about with how we were running the ball and uh, ended up with a rough in the pasture penalty on, on that. And that was just a back-breaking uh, 
back-breaking play. We finally finally thought we had caught our break, and uh, you know that that uh, that was that was definitely just uh, just tough. And there's there's a lot of a lot of mistakes we had, um, you know, throughout the game, a couple offsides and things like that to keep their drive alive. So uh, you know, just too many mistakes uh, to win, uh, beat a one seed for sure. Yeah, and those those little things, and particularly in the coming the playoff time, they kind of add up big, big because you are playing a really good team. Oh yeah, uh, you know, honestly, if you'd told me we would have three or four uh, turnovers uh, versus Hendersonville on the road, I would say we'd have a hard time staying in the game. But you know, our kids' resiliency and effort uh, and just fight, uh, you know, kept us in the game and. and you know, honestly, we never felt like we didn't have the game in our hands. Uh, you know, until that till that last penalty there, uh, they just kind of broke our will with that when we intercepted it, and they was able to punch it in there, and uh, it was going to be way uphill from there. And you know, uh, turnovers they they have reared their head for you at times this year, and it's kind of a funny thing. Some years you can go through and not have hardly any turnovers, and other years they. It kind of takes on a life of its own, and a lot of times it's just bad breaks, you know. And sometimes they're unforced, but sometimes you just get bad breaks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there's uh, throughout the game is it was kind of like you know it's time for us to to get a break, and uh, you know we had our opportunities, but uh, you know our kids played hard and they they played tough and played well. Uh, you know, they just finally got us tired on defense and you know nobody turns the ball over or, or fumbles on purpose a lot of times it was guys uh, fighting for extra yardage and you know we just gotta focus a little bit more on that ball security if you're gonna you know fight for that extra yardage and things like that um but it was you know something we hadn't really had to worry about since the riverdale game uh you know after warren county we didn't really turn the ball over uh, from Riverdale on until we got to Cooper, we had a couple, but uh, you know it's it's a tough way to, it's a tough way to to lose when you feel like you uh, had it in your hands. Um, you know, in looking back at your season, Coach, um, you, you played a brutal schedule. Um, obviously, that's well documented, and um, and some you know some some tough losses there early in the year. Um, a lot of teams. Um, can lose confidence and things like that. Your guys seem to try to go about their business week to week the same way, uh, remaining confident. And, you know, you got yourself in a situation there at the end of the year. You've, you've been in the, the playoff mode, so to speak, for about a month. So I know this thing didn't end the way you want, but you were able to get scratched, claw your way back, get into the playoffs – and so just kind of reflect on, on how uh, you guys closed it out and um, were able to still get to the postseason. Yeah, uh, you know, it's definitely uh, the thing I'm most proud of for, for our team is, uh, you know, when things were going bad and really bad uh, and tough and just facing tons of adversity uh, week after week, uh, you know, our, our seniors kind of kind of headed this and decided that, uh, you know, regardless of the outcome, we're just going to play hard and play for each other. And, uh, you know, a lot of people counted them out, 
you know, they were able to block out all the noise uh, from the outside and just focus on our locker room. And I think that's a tremendous, uh, tremendous uh, compliment to them to, to be able to do that because these days I think that's really hard to do with, uh, with teenagers and things like that. So, uh, you know, I'm just super proud of how they stuck together and believed in one another and, uh, you know, it just goes to show how important, you know, leadership and, and those things are because uh, you could have very easily let the wheels fall off. And, uh, you know, our guys did a good job uh, responding and going to work every day and uh, just getting better each and every week, even though it took a little while to for the wind column to tick up. You know, even with some of the losses, we were getting better each week and it just took a, took a little bit of patience and uh, to get everything to come together. But there's – Super proud of those guys, man. They're really fun to coach. Um, Going to miss them. And, uh, you know, they have nothing to hang their heads about. They they laid it all on the line. And if you uh, if you, if you do that and play your hardest, then, uh, you know, I tell them you ought to be able to sleep at night. Uh, the ones that, that don't do that, those are the ones that have to live with that forever. So I'm really proud of how they uh, handled themselves throughout the rest of the season. I know, I know you can't meet, mention all of them because there's too many. Uh, a huge senior class that you've got going out. I know they mean a lot to you. And um, just to look, um, John Dinkins, we were talking before we went on air this morning, talked about a play Lark made last night, just an unbelievable run. And he's a guy really had a big year for you. Yeah, you know, he was, you know, he was one of those that stroke, struggled early, uh, you know, in the season. And, you know, him and Drew were able to connect and get things going. And, you know, there was just a point where he, he kind of changed his mindset and attitude. And, you know, I, I ever wondered if he was if he was going to. He was always a really good athlete, and, and he did. Uh, he did that. So, uh, you know, we had a lot of growth uh, within within our team. And, you know, having guys like uh, Drew and Andrew Hudson-Jackson and, you know, John Hartman and Malcolm Smith, O'Brien Jackson, and Brock Roten up there up front and, you know, the Mark Coopers of the world, uh, you know, just great kids, Julian Childress and uh, Chris Harden. I mean, just guys that's been in the program for four years and have been playing together uh, for a really long time. You know, Titus Kirby Reach is a guy nobody talks a lot about, made some just really big plays for us this year. And, uh, you know, when you go back and reflect and see the type of kids that they are, it's really not a surprise that they were able to uh, keep it all together. And, you know, you mentioned Drew Beam. Obviously, football is important to him. I mean, he's probably got a million-dollar arm <laughs> uh, for yeah. ba- for baseball, but uh, he wanted, he wanted to, to finish his career on the gridiron. And, you know, some kids that play multiple sports, a lot of times they don't do that their last year. Yeah, yeah, and it's just uh, – speaks to the type of type of character and kid he has you know he played for his teammates uh he played for our school and uh you know you may not know it but i know it deep down he loves football uh as much or more than baseball uh but we all know the type of talent he is on the mound and he does too but he just loves it uh too much not to play and you know it would have been very easy for him to cash out and be like I'm, i'm gonna focus on baseball but uh no, really proud of how he developed over the last three years. And, you know, it's just the type of competitor he is. You know, that's what competitors do, and uh, he's no exception. As, as you turn the page and go to your off season, 
Is it going to be kind of like the preseason was? Don't really know what you're going to be able to do and things like that. Obviously, I know every coach is hoping for a spring practice, but uh, and things like that. Have you even thought about that yet? Um, I haven't thought too much about it, but I, I don't really uh, see why we would be going backwards. Uh, you know, athletically, we just played an entire season of football, so hopefully we can uh, just keep on the right track with uh, weightlifting and spring practice and things like that. Hey, baby. <laughs> you're getting some adv- you're getting okay. some coaching advice right now, aren't you? Yeah, my daughter's told me the dog kissed her and i don't don't guess she's too happy about it (laughs) okay kid hartsfield join us today the head football coach at um blackman coach it has been a crazy year with the pandemic and all that um but as you said uh, i talked to you a lot in the off season uh and you know prior to all this uh, uh very fortunate to get it in as you said yeah absolutely you know nobody thought that would happen so we're just uh grateful that uh, the kids got to compete and i really hope you know the other sports uh, have the opportunity to do the same uh with basketball and uh season getting cut short last year in baseball so uh definitely fortunate and thanks to uh you know tito buster Blay and you know specifically our our school board and administrations around our county just did a phenomenal job uh handling all this um, we mentioned you had a big senior class. Some um, obviously will have the opportunity to play at the next level uh, in some regard. As a coach, and have you seen how this pandemic, how has it affected uh, recruiting, college recruiting, recruiting your oh, guys? Oh, man. It, I've never seen anything like it. You know, everybody's on a different schedule from different levels. They don't know if they're going to have scholarships at certain schools. Uh, they they don't know how it's going to work with people getting a free year, uh, you know, and then bringing in 20 more scholarship kids. So they can't visit campuses, you know, they have to choose where they're going to go to school and they've never been there. Uh, you know, that's kind of a big ask, uh, when you're going out on your own and you don't even know if you're going to like the place. So, uh, it, it's definitely, uh, been a complete nightmare to be honest. Uh, the communication has been very odd as well, like I said, with the timing. And some people are playing this year, some aren't. Different levels are. I mean, it's uh, it's quite interesting. Well, before we let you go, your um, region next year is going to have a little bit of a different look as um, Coffee County and Warren County exit and Stewart's Creek comes in. So I guess you got to get another uh, non-region game. So just your thoughts about what the uh, new region uh, looks like. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, from a certain standpoint with coffee and those guys moving to a a different region kind of makes sense. Uh, I feel like, you know, we probably could have got a few few more Rutherford County teams in the region, but now we got to find five non-district games, uh, which is really tough. There's not a lot of people signing up to – to play us or mostly any other for county team so uh it, it's 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 going to be hard uh, to fill those schedules i know we've you know got a few games but uh you know it people thought our schedule was hard the past two years it, it's not going to be any easier <laughs> all righty coach um appreciate you joining us throughout the year and good luck to you in the off season 
thank you and thank you for uh, what you guys do that's Kid Hartz will join us today the head football coach at Blackman all right um, we're going to take a break and uh, John Dinkins will uh, be pinch hitting now and uh, we'll turn it over to him <laughs> 